the very first Manitoba Podcast Festival goes down International Podcast Day, Sunday, September 30th, 12 to 4 p.m. at the Park Theatre. Manitoba's podcast community gathers for an afternoon of networking, education, and so much more, featuring local podcast hosts, producers, radio personalities, taking part in panel discussions, and Q&As. Take part in this fantastic networking opportunity. You can like us on Facebook at Manitoba Podcast Festival. Tickets are just $5. The very first Manitoba Podcast Festival, Sunday, September 30th at the Park Theatre. Thank you to everyone who supports my dad's show. If you'd like to support Witch Police Radio, go to patreon.com slash witchpolice today. You're listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I am uh, on a patio in St. James uh, with this is two-thirds of the band, is that right? Yes. Two-thirds of uh, Exomerta. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe just a good way to get started because, uh, you know, there's three of us here. Do you want to just introduce yourselves and what you play in the band and then we'll put a name to the voice? Listeners can put a name to the voice. Sure. I'm Dale McIntyre. I'm the guitarist. And I'm Scott Beatty and I do drums and vocals. And who are we missing? Spencer Bauer for bass. Okay, cool. And uh, am I correct in saying that this, you guys had a previous name and switched... Mm-hmm. Fairly recently? Yeah. So yeah. What's the story behind that? Uh, we, me and Scott have been playing together for a really long time okay. and uh, had tried to have a lot of different bands that we couldn't seem to really get a jive going okay. with it. Okay. And then finally, once we really did, we decided that it wasn't anything like the past has been and it's a new band and new songs and a new yeah. everything, really. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the, old, the old name was like an umbrella term for all of our various attempts at okay. Making, okay. making cool. a cool, cool. band. Yeah. Was it always the same three members, or was it just the two of you and other people, or how did two of us and other people? Okay. Yeah, okay. Cool. Fun. Cool. Yeah. And so, what? I mean, I guess what was the sound that you were trying to get with all those previous incarnations? Like, we didn't know. You didn't. Know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that's really what it comes down to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. we discover a new artist every couple months. Be like, oh, let's do that for a bit. Yeah. Right, we, right. We, we'd flip flop, and we always went back to like freaky, styly Red Hot Chili Peppers okay, stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is hilarious in retrospect of what we play now. Right. Yeah. 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 So, what do you? I mean, uh, this is a question I hate asking, and everyone hates answering. But what do? You, how do you describe what you do now? Because it's it's so hard with so many subgenres of subgenres. Yeah. And no one likes to pin we'll it down. We'll give you another one. Yeah. Bastard rock. Bastard rock. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is that that's the official uh, official term? That's that's our official <laughs> term. Yeah. So what? Uh, okay. For people who are un- unfamiliar with bastard rock, um, are there other artists you can point to that you kind of draw influences from, or, or that people would kind of place it alongside? Uh, yeah, I think it would file beside probably like Death from Above for okay. sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Royal Blood maybe. Yeah. Yeah, like we kind of have like a Queens of Stone Age vibe. Okay, yeah, yeah, well. yeah. Yeah, there's a few different kind of sounds that I find a lot of rock seems to fall under yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, there's bands that are killing it who sound just like whatever ACDC you know, like AC/DC or, or yeah. yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, but, or Zeppelin or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've just always found that our thing's a little bit outside of that box, okay. yeah, it's and, but still within the the, the rock, straight yeah, ahead rock and like, roll. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit more moody and sassy, but right. not, not like. 
like Evanescence movie. Right. Of. Yeah, did not tell that a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. darker. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so it's actually, I, I've noticed, and maybe it's just because I've been doing this like for the past few years that I, I've noticed more of this, but it seems like there's a lot of bands that are coming out that are playing kind of more straight ahead rock and roll, whereas when I was in bands, which is like a decade ago now, it was a lot more like something hyphenated, right? I mean, there'd be, there'd yeah. be bands playing things that are obviously rock, but it would be with some kind of influence that made it not rock, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it seems like now it's almost more okay for people to just be kind of going straight ahead, like just rock and roll, like some of the bands you just mentioned. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, well, even in the local scene, it's that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. The last two years, like like a couple of years ago, sometimes it'd be a little bit of a, a struggle to find a band that would that would you know fit the bill really. Yeah, well. yeah. And then sure. nowadays, it's just like yeah, half of our buddies are doing stuff that's would would pair quite nicely. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, absolutely. Wine. Yeah. What do you think that is? <laughs> Excuse me. What do you think the reason is behind that? Like. What what changed to make rock? I I don't know. I think it might be like maybe a a bit of a pushback against those things that ended up becoming so huge. I mean, like the the folk rock thing really had its balloon, and I mean a lot of those subgenres did too. Well, and locally, that's Um, always been kind of an element that's been heavy in Winnipeg too. Is the folk? Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Roots, anything rootsy, anything we can play uh, ukulele to or uh, mandolin. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. I'll always have a soft spot for that stuff too. But uh, yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just like some subconscious undertone that there is like a niche to be filled I don't know which is weird because it seems like the opposite of a niche right it seems like the, the biggest umbrella genre yeah. possible but yeah I guess it wasn't it wasn't being maybe it wasn't being served yeah enough yeah it kind of seems that way yeah I don't know how uh, I don't know how old you guys are but when I was first playing in bands like when I was a teenager it, it was like we're the tail end of the grunge thing right so yeah. I mean that was what you know, mid '90s, everyone wanted to mm-hmm. be in a rock band, basically. Yeah, and then, yeah, right, exactly. And you go a few years later, and everyone's in punk bands, or everyone's in like whatever else, because it wasn't cool to, you know, once that stuff ended, it was like whatever was coming out was. Nah, I don't want to be associated with that. Yeah. And then now it's like come full circle again, right? So yeah, it's uh, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know. That wasn't a question, but <laughs> <laughs> just like an observation. It's, it's weird. Yeah, it's a great observation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so are there bands now that you feel? I think you mentioned before that there are bands now you feel kind of a kinship with, like locally. Yeah. That uh, yes. Yeah, locally like, especially. I mean, there's just, like Scott was saying, there's just so many local rock bands that are all absolutely killing it that literally yeah. didn't exist two years ago. Mm-hmm. Or For sure, yeah, yeah. And it's amazing. I mean, we have a <coughs> festival happening now just because these bands exist all right, of a sudden right. and everyone wants them in one place. And yeah, that's really cool. The audiences appeared out of nowhere, too. Yeah, absolutely. I think our, I mean, our resources on listening to that kind of music also helps. I mean, we have streaming now, which, sure. Thank you. for better or worse... Can I get you a glass of water, please? Water? Yeah, Thank you. of course. Yeah, for better or worse, it just introduces you to anything you want at any time you want. Right. So there's ridiculous, cool artists, even in Winnipeg, who are doing genres yeah. I didn't know about three days ago. Right, it may not have existed three days ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. right. Well, it's interesting you say that, though, because I think that, like, the, the, the upside, the, there's two ways you can go with the streaming thing. You can either get yourself stuck in a niche and never leave it because you don't have to be exposed to anything else, or you can go as wide as possible and yeah. so much stuff. So it's it's kind of like 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to just, like, find some obscure form of jazz, and that's they'll, they'll live in that forever. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Or living in the yeah. same three albums for a year. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of it's weird. It's weird how that works. But yeah. Yeah, yeah it or is. his own album, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to make sure it's good, right? <laughs> so when you were um, working on, on becoming the current incarnation of the band, what other kinds of styles were you kind of experimenting with that, that led to this? Uh, I remember, the, like, for me, a huge turning point was uh, 
It was Scott introducing me to Queens of the Stone Age. Okay. Uh, he, I think he went to a metal show uh, at the Rudolph or something oh, one yeah. night, okay. and he mentioned how it would be cool to play heavier music. And I just had no idea what he meant by that. And I was like, oh, I don't want to play metal. Yeah. And then he's like, no, no, no. Like, there's this record that, like, you have to check out. Like, cool. I'm like, oh, the band that does that No One Knows song. Yeah, yeah, but, right, right. The, I no mean, one, just yeah. that was the gatekeeper to, yeah, Death From Above, Royal Blood. Okay. And mm. I mean, even as far back as now, like, getting into Black Flag and, like, yeah, yeah. the real early influences awesome. of that awesome. music. Yeah. So that's been absolutely crucial in just, like, showing us where this came from to, uh, yeah. Yeah, to make I, it ourselves. I feel like we just didn't feel cool enough playing the music okay. that we were playing. Because we were we were trying to do something that was kind of funky, but you know, like we weren't getting any horns behind us or anything. Yeah, so we yeah. weren't really committing to that 110%. Right. And then the rock element would slip in every now and then. And then, you know, Dale would bring a riff that was kind of pushing the edge of the rock, uh, like, catalog that we had okay. and then we would just continue to go down that rabbit hole yeah and found success in writing in that okay so, cool cool yeah. it's really easy to make fun rock sound lame too like it's one of those yeah, really easy you can, you can, as we it's found a very, out very tight, like, <laughs> over and over. Yeah, yeah for sure uh, it's interesting you mentioned black flag though i mean i'm a huge black flag fan and awesome. um what just sort of my own curiosity what era of black flag are you talking about are you talking about like the the, the fast punk stuff or the super sludgy like proto grunge stuff yeah yeah that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the one that's, i'm talking yeah, about yeah. I, I love that stuff yeah like the my yeah. war and on kind of yeah right? exactly yeah. exactly yeah you you love it and i think that's kind of a dividing line for people too it's like you know when someone says they like black flag either they like that's so true the first couple albums like with the other singers and they, or they like the rollins like yeah. super slow and sludgy stuff and it's good i'm glad glad you're on the right side of it yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and rollins too like he's such a magnetic oh, yeah, character like sure. in general yeah. it's just like how can you not want to get into that definitely <laughs> definitely what is the uh just to completely switch subjects here what's the different significance behind the suspenders because I've seen them in photos of you guys as yeah. well, and you're both wearing them at the moment. So Honestly, for us, I think it just <laughs> homogenizes things. It's just okay. one less thing to think about, because we're not good at that. Right. right. <laughs> and um, it just makes it super easy. We go up, and people just instantly know who it is. Um, and I guess they figure out who's who, which band, if you're waiting to play, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. And I mean, like, another, I like, I always associate music and art in general with colors sure, a lot sure. and I really love artists that do that I think like Jack White does a great job yeah, of that so yeah. looking at like another band Scott really introduced me to the White Stripes and seeing Jack live on stage in that era and everything just looks like a I don't know a Coca-Cola brand Definitely, or something yeah. and there's something so easy to identify about it yeah. okay so is it is it part of like just are you guys interested in doing more of a visual element for your shows as well? Like, I mean, is that is it just this one aspect of it, or is it is this the only part that you do like that? I think eventually, I think as as we grow, we would like to add more more production in there. Okay. Some of the some of the rooms that we're playing now don't necessarily call for it, like but just you know, size wise, and stuff I'd love like to have yeah. massive lights and like, yeah. strobes. Yeah. And everything. Those so are the funnest. We've ones. we've had a, a few good experiences with that at uh, at the Garrick Theater. So well, that's yeah. the right size for that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 Not full on pyrotechnics, but not for offering. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and how did you um, how did you decide on the name? What is the significance of the name? I mean, Omerta to me, I got the the mob connections, and yep. you know, but yep. what's the X in front of it? What's how does that? The X in front of it is more uh, to me, anyways, the way I see it. It's it's more separate from the Omerta. It's okay. just another thing like X. It's like oh, moving on from something, okay. finding who you are, and then 
um, all the connotations with Omerita being keep it. We keep things within our own camp. Right. We've done a lot on our own to get to yeah. where we are. And okay. Yeah. So like a banishing of the name, and then this is this is the avenue and like the work ethic that we want to have moving forward. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the frame of mind. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, it's funny that too. Like, I mean, it's not, not funny, but it's interesting that you mentioned the uh, kind of that work ethic and the DIY thing and then all of that because I think that rock is often like rock as a umbrella genre is often maligned as being not that. Like, I mean, because you know, like, hardcore bands, it's just a given that they're they're doing everything DIY. Yeah. And whereas you know, people playing more radio friendly music, I guess you could say, it's almost seen as a slight. It's like, oh, you're yeah. not doing this yourself. You obviously have someone. Mm-hmm. So how does I mean, does that play into anything at all for you guys? Or uh, I mean, do you kind of Go, to, go at things from a punk sort of perspective, even if you're not a punk band. Yeah, we definitely do. I mean, we. Um, I'm not. I don't know if you saw the uh, "Are You Ready for What's Coming" video, but like that was like all us. That was us building cool. a logo, uh, hauling it out two kilometers onto Lake Winnipeg oh, wow. in the middle of the winter at yeah. two in the morning when no one would know we were doing this and. <laughs> yeah. Filming it and burning it cool. for Not several hours. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Press a button, yeah, exactly. So yeah, like that ethos of uh, of doing it ourselves. It just lets us keep the creative control. I mean, I feel like kind of the more people you get involved in a creative process, the easier it is to lose sight of what you started with. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And uh, for us, it's it's kind of one of those miracles that all three of us can see the same end goal when we do okay. something. Okay. So that's been, yeah, that's been another huge bonus of just having that DIY ethic. Cool. Yeah, and I also don't think that nowadays, like, there's there's so much music out there. Like, there's so many people who, that are trying to do it as there always has been. You have to you have to kind of assert what you are and who you are yeah. before you bring in anybody yeah. on the outside. Well, I guess, yeah, because they've always been there, but now it's just more in your face, right? All, yeah. You just, you're exposed to everything rather yeah. than having to seek it out, so. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So is that, I mean, things like a video, is that what you guys are trying to do to kind of get your heads above the crowd sort of thing? Like to, to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, yeah, one of many. Um... Probably talking about the release now. Yeah, I guess. sure. Let's go ahead. Let's segue. Segue. Uh, so yeah, we, and we have a so we we, we put out a, a music video that that we produced ourselves for our, our first song. Are you ready for it's coming? And now we're moving on to our second single, and that's going to be called Sink In. And okay. we're we're going to be releasing that the end of August. Okay. Or so. Just a single. Just a single. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, we're still kind of brainstorming the strategies we want to use for the rest of 2018 and then okay. moving into 2019. But we want to start definitely uh, it generating has, uh, more and more content frequently. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It has a music video that is, we, we just want it done right when we release it. Sure. Because uh, there was a lot that went into it time-wise, energy-wise, and okay. obviously financially too. Well, yeah, especially if you're DIYing it too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Too. But uh, the Mitchell Brothers of Bandits Media, uh, they're the ones who directed that one and okay. and pulled it off for us and it just yeah they did a great job yeah cool. yeah and that's why we're kind of protecting it like a baby right, right now yeah. we're like okay this baby has to go out and not get hurt by anybody yeah. sure because <laughs> until it's finally unleashed yeah. Yeah. whatever happens to it happens to it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're a dad yeah exactly it's grown up it's, gone. it's done yeah, yeah you're good you did your job yeah yeah <laughs> so um the re- what is the reasoning, I guess, on, on your part for just going with the singles? Is it because you don't have a fuller, a larger project finished yet, or are you actually like strategically releasing? We have uh, we have a lot of material ready to go. Okay. Um, Thank you. And yeah, we're just we're just playing it 
a little safe for now okay. with uh, putting it out there because a lot of, of resources went into making all of it and it's uh, I think we're good for now. We're good for now? Yeah. Okay. And it's just, uh, yeah, so a lot of things that we worked really hard on making and we feel are a culmination of all of our effort. Okay. We feel like it, it really represents us, so we just want to get it out to the biggest audience we can. Sure, yeah. Sure. Yeah. And I guess kind of where I was going with the question too is, um, like, I'm assuming you're just releasing this digitally, right? Or is it actually a physical single? It'll be, it'll be exclusively digital okay. for now. And then if we do decide to go the route of like, Manufacturing anything, we'll we'll choose probably you know one of these, one or both of these first two songs, okay. and then a few of the successive singles that come out. Cool. Yeah. Afterwards. Consume music personally. Like, are you full-on digital music guys, or yes. yeah. both? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've I've never purchased a vinyl. Really? No. Okay. What about CDs and tapes and stuff? Like, uh, yeah, I, I I've never I missed the tape. 
Okay. You know? Yeah. And then like yeah, like the first CD I ever bought was like American Idiot. Okay. Which is a fairly recent, I guess, in the scheme of things. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. it was like grade six or something. Right. And then okay. like bought like Best of Aerosmith, and then I bought a bunch of CDs all leading up to uh, was it was it Kazaa first, then LimeWire. I remember. Yeah. Those, yeah. 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 So you're, you guys are fully entrenched in that that whole. Oh yeah. Thing. That was. Yeah. 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 And now, like, the, I I love the streaming services. I think they're great. Like, I I do think uh, there's definitely some some work to be done on on um, the balance between the platforms and the artists. Yeah, and, for and sure. Kind of yeah. Vision there, but yeah. As a consumer, yeah. When I approach it from that angle, it's it's the best thing. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. And, and that's the reason, I guess, for. Really same thing digitally. I mean, I assume most of your audience is probably also coming from the same. Like, this is how they. Yeah, music, yeah, right? yeah, I yeah. think so. I, it was, yeah, just kind of more. Yeah, that was that was at least my perspective. Was that's that's how I like to consume music, and I'm assuming that a lot of people feel the same way. Yeah, I think well, it's growing too. The number yeah. of people doing that. I mean, I'm I'm still a Luddite. I'm still stuck in. I, I can't. I don't have Spotify or anything like that. I just everything I listen oh, wow. to is, is physical. So oh, records, tapes, CDs, that's and awesome. it's mainly because I have this massive collection of stuff and the idea of either reobtaining it digitally or just scrapping all of yeah, it. I can't, I can't, I can't let go yeah, of it. So it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's just not as it can't happen. So I mean, I think there's a few people like that, but it, we're we're dwindling. Like we're we're dying out. I think. <laughs> but the value of those products will probably increase too. Like maybe, you know, yeah, as they become more and more scarce. Well, it also means that I, I can get CDs and tapes and things for super cheap at thrift stores and stuff now because yeah, everyone's yeah. everyone's getting rid of everything. Like it happened once with tapes when CDs became the thing, and now it's happening again with CDs now digital. So I just yeah. can right. Yeah, clean yeah, up I, and, I, I've always loved about CDs is just like opening up the booklet and yeah. reading the lyrics and going through. Like you can get a more immersive experience. And with the vinyl now, I don't do this, but I do this with uh, even music that I stream. Just like sitting down and, and setting aside some time and listening. Yeah, it's so much cooler than just putting it on and you know while you're driving or. Working out or being super just background, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But then also from the 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 artist perspective, we have we know that that's how most people consume music. Sure, and yeah. even if it is CDs or whatever, it is a passive process for it's the majority yeah. of people. Yeah. 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 So how, how do you deal with that from a, I mean, from an artistic perspective, like like you're saying liner notes and things, right? That used to be a huge part of putting together an album. So if you guys are working on something, how do you kind of replicate that digitally? Because those liner notes used to carry a lot of inf important information, right? Yeah. I mean, not not yeah. only just the credits of who played on the record, which is definitely important, but you know where it was recorded, who produced it, like who wrote the songs, yeah. which not, not just from like, oh, cool, this is written by whoever, but that was often the way it still is for me to kind of find new music because it's like you see a song on there, it's written by one guy who's different from all the other songs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a cover who who originally wrote it. Then you kind of backtrack. Mm -hmm. Like, is there any way you can? Do that now with the digital thing, or is it all? Yeah, there's there's metadata. You can go in there. Like Spotify just recently oh, added mm. that feature. I'm pretty sure, like in the past, I don't know. Don't quote me on this at all. Right, Let's say six months. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, do you think that it's? I feel like that kind of stuff's being overlooked by a lot of people. Like, yeah, are you bothering anymore? Like, it is, is there anything you can do now to kind of reinforce that? They need to look this shit up. <laughs> you know I, what I, mean? like, I think so. We've got uh, we've got some really cool uh, single art to go along with these pieces. We've done all the single art for all the songs okay, that cool, we've recorded, cool. um, and it's it's an interesting way that once it all starts to come out, once a bunch of songs are out, people I think will start to get the larger picture with all mm -hmm. of it and yeah. see the Easter eggs in it and the the little nuances. 
I think that's a way that an artist can play with that sort of concept nowadays. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Visually, for sure. Um, like, like developing your visual assets, whether they're photos or... Or know, video or, or, yeah. Yeah, or curating your Instagram to know it'd be a certain aesthetic sure, sure. That, yeah. that you want to put out creatively as opposed to just like, oh, here's a collection of photos from the last few years. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, here's me at this show, here's me at that show. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so between that and like, I, I, I always get really excited about the idea of like making more video content. We've made, we've made a little bit... Um, uh, up to this point, but like I'm just excited about trying to explore that further and just like see yeah. what kind of creative rabbit holes we can go down. Yeah, uh, with that. Well, that's a totally different way than it used to be too to, to share stuff. I mean, because people are gonna watch a video way more than they're gonna necessarily read an article. But you know, as much as yeah. sad as that is, because they're both definitely beneficial. But yeah, it's just one click. Oh, here's the song. Here's the the whole vision right yeah. right in your brain, right? So absolutely, it's kind of, kind of cool. Do you um so. In the, I don't want to dwell on this whole streaming thing too much, but I just find it interesting because, you know, I've been doing this show for almost six years now, and the range of people I talk to could be like a 19-year-old or a 70-year-old, like depending who it is, and it's just yeah. everyone's, everyone's view on it is so different. Um, when it comes to releasing your songs that way, you know, individually as singles, do you um, do you feel like it, it makes it difficult to kind of release a larger? piece I mean say you're gonna do an EP but then you've already released you know over the course of a year three of the four songs from it or something does that affect the kind of continuity of the larger product because it's all been released individually you know over a longer pe period of time um I think the appeal is different yeah yeah I think for the people that do want a disc, they will appreciate the fact that you you go out and you do have a CD release party and yeah. you give them something that they can hold and you know like put away and look at the liner notes and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't I don't know if they really suffer that much. Like there is, I think there's a healthy ratio of how much you should put out in advance to if you do sure. want to do a collection of songs. Uh, yeah, like how much you put out in advance versus you know how many you're gonna save for the disc. And as yeah. long as you're smart about that. I think people will be interested in consuming it both ways or yeah. not. Sure. Yeah, no. exactly. And sense. I think that the album will always have its place in music culture. Too. Yeah, there'll be people who want to listen to something start to finish it. Absolutely. Yeah. And so much of the time, it's, yeah. it serves the experience of it. I mean, even just the Drake record that just came out that right. I've been listening to nonstop, like a guy who's in a genre that is very single driven and just Absolutely, released a 90-minute yeah. yeah. double album yeah. that tells this story and it's... It's cool to listen to the singles that I really like, but I'm like, oh, I need to get that right. whole experience yeah, and right actually, now. Same thing for me. Like, as much as I do love streaming, I never, I've never really um, used any of the playlist features of it. I always just you find do yourself, all the yeah. albums yeah. that I like and just go into that, and I'll dive into that, uh, you know, a couple times and then okay. move on. Mm -hmm. yeah. From from a writing perspective, do you does it make it difficult just knowing that people probably aren't going to listen like that? I mean, if you're kind of uh, you know. The programming of the order of songs doesn't seem to matter as much anymore because people could have it on a shuffle, they could be yeah. part of a playlist. Like, does that affect the way that you are tailoring the individual songs, knowing that maybe they're not part of a whole and they're just... I don't think for our thing it really does because uh, we just... We, our songs are kind of concise and to the point as okay. it is and we, we and don't... stand alone individually? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, at this point, we're not looking to go out and make a 10-minute epic or sure, anything sure. like that yet, so... 
yet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm very careful to say yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying to talk him into it for years. Right, right. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys aren't like a prog band or anything that's going to do something like, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mega thing about vampires and dragons and shit, right? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Write that like, down. <laughs> vampires and dragons and shit, yeah. Add dragons to the note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to lose that either because there are like some great songs that are just like straight up the album intro or for sure, outro. Yeah. For sure. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to say that we won't ever. Explore. No, exactly. And that's why I, like like I said, the album format is still very much alive. Like you can, yeah. if you put out the album, I mean, people are going to listen to the songs they want to listen to anyways. Why it's not true. give yeah, the people who really yeah, like yeah. you the full experience Sure. and let them listen to the cool intro that you made that's 30 seconds of white noise that right. for some reason sounds cool. That works in context, but maybe, yeah, yeah isn't yeah. it? Yeah, for sure, for sure.
as a band that plays a more marketable type of music, again, you're not like playing harsh noise or, yeah. or something like yeah. that. Like, what is your eventual goal with this band? Like, where, do, where are you hoping to take it after you know after you get more things released and, and more out there? Yeah, as as far as you can, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just reaching Whatever. as far as it can go, Whatever exactly. Universal house. <laughs> right, and I mean, right, again, yeah, yeah. like it's kind of a little bit okay of. Here. Would you like another beer? I'm okay, actually. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Um, like back to the conversation about not really falling into one niche rock sound. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's it's one of those things too where you could listen to it and say it's very marketable and it's catchy and it's whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, there's still the gatekeepers of radio who have yeah, a there's lot of the time really, layers to get yeah, to the, yeah and yeah, really yeah. similar tastes to a lot of the playlist rock that's sure. out there too. Um, so it's kind of you know on, on one part of my brain I think that we're super marketable and we could do well but on the yeah. other part it's like well but who else can I even compare this to right now I mean yeah. there's long standing bands that have always influenced us like the death from aboves of the world right, yeah, exactly, like yeah. that who are obviously having great success right now but um, yeah I mean outside of them it's 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 funny to look through a playlist and see names like that sometimes even because it's right next to yeah you know like some, wanna... some 80s hair metal band or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. There, you said it nicer than I would have. So. <laughs> well, that's, that's my main problem with rock radio, honestly, is that like yeah. there'd be like two songs in the 90s that I, I grew up late, I mean, like some Soundgarden song or something, and then it's Motley Crue, and I'm like off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, right, yeah. I, I feel like radio, for all of its um, like targeted listening and everything, and they're really focusing on certain things, they've missed the bus completely <laughs> when grouping a whole bunch of age categories yeah. together yes. because yeah. yeah the people who are into Molly Crew they don't want to hear something that came out last year yeah. and the people who grew up in the 90s don't want to hear Molly Crew and then it's just yeah. it, it exactly but it, it's never seemed to change like it's always just rock yeah. station I mean, well yeah. especially in Winnipeg yeah, yeah, yeah. There it are. may be a factor of just the city being what it is but yeah yeah I don't know what's uh, there are definitely there are a few diamonds in the rough oh yeah in terms of yeah. stations yeah yeah, I think. Like, like, what's the most recent station? Um, there's, always, there's always new ones. 99.1 has changed to being like 80s and then like hits from the 80s and then yeah. current hits. It's like, what? No, yeah. I don't want to. Well, you missed the whole section there. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to AB this. No, yeah. totally. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. But yeah, again, I think that's also just a huge part of it being Winnipeg. Yeah. And for everything we love about it, there's also. There's the Molly Crew fans. Yeah. <laughs> not to, yeah. I mean, I was gonna say not to shit on Molly Crew, but I'm quite happy to shit on Molly Crew. <laughs> that was his first concert. Oh, is it really? No, no. that was my second concert. Oh, was actually. your first? Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> it's more respectable. It's more respectable. A little bit. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. I really like Motley Crew, so don't respect me too much. <laughs> Back Sorry. then. Right. 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 Yeah, right. When you um. This is kind of an interesting question that I like to ask people. Uh, when you guys were younger and you were starting to get into music, were there local bands that you were heavily into? Like, did you go to a lot of local shows, or is this a more recent thing for you? Probably a more recent thing for me. Yeah. Um, I. Yeah. No. I mean, I would I would hear the names on the radio a lot. Like, yeah. I would hear them talk about Jet Set Satellite, and the song yeah. would come on when I was being driven to school, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. They're they're local, this yeah, cool yeah. big rock band, but they're from here. Right. But. Um, no, as far as actually going out to shows and and experiencing these artists, it's been since we really okay. started doing this and gained that appreciation for the work that goes into it and the 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 amount of love that an artist should receive for right. their work. Yeah, I, I my my older sister, she's five years older than me, would uh, would take me out like as soon as I kind of hit eighteen. Yeah. So I didn't see too much, too many localized before that because there's not really that many 
venues that localize play even that are age no not anymore there used to be like back yeah. in the, the mid 90s it was tons of all ages shows but it seems like that totally dried up yeah, yeah it definitely mm-hmm. did so once I was 18 uh, a couple bands that I remember was like like uh, the Liptonians were, were, oh, yeah. were yeah. really I remember cool those guys. They, and they were like what like kind of Beatles-esque um, yeah definitely more pop influence yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I would just see you know I go a few few of their shows and like like some of her boyfriends and whatever um, and it that that just like really inspired me to make me like, oh, I want to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is super cool. How do I get into this room? Right, and I think that's what that's kind of the point of the question too. Is like, was there uh, someone who kind of just turned the lights on, right? Like, oh shit, I can do this. Yeah. I have a guitar. Why am I not? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, one of the, I guess one of the first local bands that I would have seen was, I don't know, I don't know how old it was, like, like twelve or something. Yeah. When uh, when in Inward Eye okay. played with the Who. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know. I had no idea that they're they're local guys. And now they're they're like pretty good friends oh yeah uh, well they're all in them. different yeah. bands now too right? yeah they're, they're in, in uh, Attic Riots right right. and uh, yeah so it's, it's cool to have gone from seeing them on like massive that's a huge stage, stage yeah. to just like you know like doing a show with them they hang out yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's cool yeah. that's cool well like I, I find that the local local scene is so incestuous anyway that eventually everyone ends up in each other's bands so yeah. even if it's someone <laughs> you grew up watching it's like one day you're probably going to be playing a show yeah. either with them or in the same band as them anyway so absolutely so everyone just it, it, for such a big scene it's so tight knit mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense but like yeah you can because I mean I just in doing the show I've had people on like four years ago and then three years later they're in a different band with two other guys that I had in other bands yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. so it's like <laughs> Hey, I, I know you. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird how the puzzle comes together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For like a big city, uh, supposedly big city, it's super small, especially. Right. Yeah. I think we're like just the right size for the art scene yeah. and the music scene. Like it's also intertwined to those, all those scenes. Like going sure. out to Fringe and seeing artists that I would like. I would never have seen this like clown street performer that I watched the other right. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But playing music somehow makes me feel like he's. Experiencing some similar things, right? That I am. Well, because you might have gone down to see some of the bands of the Cube, and there's this guy, yeah, or right? And yeah. Then you don't, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, as so shout out to that, clown. yeah, the clown for sure. <laughs> I should probably have him on here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, do you like coming into the local music scene? Like you were saying, you know, it's, it's more of a more recent thing for you. Uh, did you feel it was very welcoming? Like, was there, um, yeah, I mean, did you kind of jump right into it and everyone was, was cool with you, or was there any kind of you know gatekeeping going on? Like, I've never really experienced oh, yeah. any kind of That's gatekeeping good. or anything yeah. like that. I mean, um, like the rock acts are all really tight with each other, but even beyond yeah. that scope, like everybody just loves what everybody's doing and supports it and encourages each other to get better all the time, yeah, for sure, yeah. which is also super important. It is, like, it is, as yeah. much as I love any of my friends for going out and trying to do what they love. They also all keep improving, and it's really inspiring for yeah. us. Mm-hmm. And that's that's interesting to say about the rock scene too, because I mean, like some scenes are, are just like the punk scene, for example. It, it's even more incestuous than everything else. Like I mean, everyone's super tight knit, and everyone's yeah. in each other's bands, and everyone's super supportive. And you know, again, rock being such a big umbrella genre that covers so many different things, it often seems like, oh, I wonder if you guys even know each other. But yeah, it's it seems like there's definitely a growing community, not just yeah. not just yeah. a bunch of bands. Like it's with the the Tobo Rock Fest and stuff, and all these right. all these events. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, to cool. me, that's like a culmination of like all of that growth getting yeah. together for an event. Yeah, it's just really a cool. big group photo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just, <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> I'll bring my big selfie stick. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, if, uh, if someone's hearing this and is hearing you for the first time and you know they, this is their first introduction to you, what's the best thing for them to do to find out more? Like, where should they go to, to see videos, hear more music, uh, keep track of when shows are happening? For now, I would look us up on YouTube. Okay. Um, the content that we have live and uh, video content we've made is up there with okay. some of our songs. Uh, and we'll have more stuff dropping. Uh, we'll have that 
new single coming out soon. Yeah, and hopefully and, by the time uh, this comes out, that'll be ready to drop. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. And then hopefully we're like talking about it in a weird, like yeah, in a weird perspective yeah. way right now. Yeah. <laughs> Present but past, yeah. Yeah. future. Yeah, yeah. So much success. <laughs> yeah. yeah, by the time this comes out, something huge will have happened, yeah. and we'll uh, yeah. have to yeah. go back in and edit some of the questions so no one notices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But is, I mean, do you guys have a Bandcamp or anything like that, or SoundCloud, or anywhere people can actually just check out some uh, songs? We're on or? SoundCloud too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're on SoundCloud. We uh, the the one single that we just released not long ago is on all the major streaming cool. platforms, cool. and okay. there's going to be the other new one soon, and maybe some maybe some live stuff in the future too. Cool. So. So stay tuned to all that. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. If, if they're local people, especially check out our Facebook, Instagram. That's where we do a lot of show promo. Sure. And I mean, that's presumably the people listening are going to be local. It's the main audience. Oh, Actually, yeah. the awesome. main audience for this, as far as I can tell, is other local bands. Like more yeah. people who tell me they've heard the show are like they're in bands. So it's, yeah. like, it's just like the community, like you know, slapping each other's backs. <laughs> like everyone's talking about each other, which is kind of cool though. So it yeah. is really cool. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. So people should check that out. Go to you know, you guys are on social media everywhere as well, yep. and. Uh, Check that out. I'll link to some of that in the show notes so people can can at least find the YouTube page and yeah. kind of go from there. Yeah. And if anyone wants to hear more episodes of this show, you can go to witchpolice.com. At this point, there's 300 and some episodes. You can go wow. back through the whole archive. Uh, if you really want to hear some bad episodes from 2012, you can do that. If you want to look through, yeah. I mean, a lot of the bands. You thought the world was going to end, you're like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of the bands you guys have talked about and, and probably people who like your music also know are on there somewhere if you dig back yeah. to the archives so and cool. by the time this comes out there'll probably be more too right yeah. so, so yeah uh, this will also air on UMFM um, they are a little behind on their schedule with our show they picked up the show after it had been running for a few months yeah. so it's you know late July now it might not air till November or something mm-hmm. but the cool thing about that is it just gives like an extra boost to the episode and to the artist that's on the show so it's always available to download whenever you want but you know yeah. this is a kind of a hey also on the radio if you're listening at midnight on a Sunday yeah, that's you get, awesome. You get the yeah. episode, so yeah. What is, boost. Ooh, can I, I have a question yeah, for absolutely, you? Yeah. What's your favorite, like, like this is, uh, like, what's your favorite podcast uh, platform? Like, what I listen to podcasts on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just use the, the default uh, iPhone one. Oh, okay, okay. And that's just because it's the default and it's already there. And, yeah. and because I can listen at double speed. I, uh, oh. I've i started listening to podcasts at, at two times speed. And because yeah. uh, I can just fit way Game more changer. in. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> so now if I listen to something at regular speed, even my own show, it seems super weird. Like, it seems like it's like really really slow yeah. and uh, a lot of people would think I'm crazy to do that because it, it's fast like, <laughs> yeah. but I, I, I now am fully able to comprehend everything at that speed you've right? evolved yeah right? exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Too. It's, yeah. it's my favorite favorite speed so yeah I mean and yeah, you can get the show on any one of those platforms too it's on you know it's on iTunes uh, Apple Podcasts it's on uh, Stitcher Google Play everything and okay. it'll be by the time this comes out it'll be on Spotify too awesome. uh, it's not yet at the time we're recording this but it's happening soon so yeah sweet yeah, right but yeah, that's, yeah, that's the show. Thanks for uh, having me, guys. Oh, oh thanks for having thanks us. For having yeah. All right, we'll yeah. shake hands on the air. That's awesome. right. Sounds good. Absolutely. Yeah. We are shaking yeah. hands. On an audio at, medium, yeah. At our mansion. Awesome. <laughs>